Yo, wanna kick anxiety in the face? Say that very passionately and confidently. Kick it in the face? Okay. Um, don't keep doing these daily habits while in college. They are messing with your anxiety. Please, darling, just hear me on this and pray about how to implement them. Okay? Okay. Hey, girl. Welcome to Money and Mental Peace, a podcast for Christian college girls wanting to graduate debt-free. Do you procrastinate on homework while Googling easy scholarships and money for college because you're drowning in debt and student loans? Afraid you'll never have enough time and motivation to find ways to pay for college when you don't even have enough time to sleep or have a social life? I'm Kara. I, too, was a stressed college student and overachiever looking for money and mental peace. I wondered if there were other ways to pay for college, and I wished for a clear direction on how to do it. I wanted an easier way to fund college with less anxiety, but I kept telling myself I had no idea what to do thought I wasn't finished in school fast enough, and thought I would never have enough money. Until some scholarships and real rare school hacks got me through debt-free, and I can show you how to do this as well. In this podcast, you'll find mental peace, answers for your future, and enough money to kill it at college. So grab your cold brew and TI-89 and enroll in the most stress-free and debt-free class that you've ever attended. This is Money and Mental Peace. Okay, before we get started, gonna look real quick at our ratings and reviews. Um, I have it listed as the most favorable review is on the top, so let's see which one that is. Here's a five-star rating by LSO50NJ. Whoever you are, I love you. Thank you. This podcast would have saved me thousands if I had found it sooner. I'll be recommending it to anyone about to head to college or currently in college. Thank you so much. I appreciate the five-star review. And I hope that it can help people in college or looking towards college, not just for finances, which is what we've kind of been talking about most recently, finances or school hacks or um, certain scholarships, but also to help with their perspective, their their mental health, their just not just that you get through debt free, but you get through and you don't have loads of like trauma or frustrations or stress or wounds you have to heal or like you know what I mean? Like it's life. We're human and we have ups and downs. But to be able to graduate debt free and also have better mental health and less worry. Like, do you ever find yourself thinking if only I wasn't so anxious, I think everything else would be easier. As humans, we do that a lot. Like, if this one thing, then we'd be happy. This one thing, then we'd be happy. And, you know, that reestablishes how we need to have time with God daily so that we don't base all our happiness on their circumstances. But I agree with this statement. If there was less anxiety, everything else, maybe you wouldn't be happy all the time, but maybe you would. And everything else would be easier. That's the word. Let me tell you, it's not always what we handle. Sometimes it's our circumstances affecting this. But if you really want to kick anxiety in the face, knock it down, leave it on the ground to get out of the rain. I, I kind of wrap. Not really. Um, don't keep doing these daily habits in college. Seriously. And even if you didn't even... like. 
plan and say they're habits. I don't mean like you purposefully plan to do these things that gave you anxiety. Like this is the habit I'll put in my day. I mean, anything we do with a steady rhythm daily or almost daily and it becomes a habit. So before I get into them, just a quick reminder, if you want to connect and like share support and stuff we're stressed about and stuff we're happy about um, and connect with me more personally, you can join my online Facebook group, our, our community called Christian College, oh, excuse me, Christian College Girls Community, uh, dash, or it's a squiggly line, scholarships and graduate debt-free, so that is what we talk about a lot, but there's also just support, funny memes, conversations, again, it's called Christian College Girl Community, I really want to meet you over there, like, more in person, or quote-unquote, kind of in person, which leads me to my very first one, I just told you guys about a Facebook group, a community that I'd love, you know, for you to be a part of. And the first one I'm going to talk about is social media. So listen, I'm not trying to be hypocritical. Just let me explain myself here. So a lot of us know that social media is addictive, brings on comparison mentality. Okay, like, so if you just totally quit social media, I am all for you. (laughs) But... Um, well, I have my own business that I do some, I connect with people online like that. And, you know, maybe you don't want to entirely. So there's different levels of this that you could do, of course. But social media as your default is going to stress you out. Sometimes it's an escape. It's a zone out and it does feel like, you know, that little bit of a high clicking on that. Um, but it won't satisfy long run and something will pop up that might stress you out or frustrate you or make you long to be or look a certain way or make you anxious. And sometimes do you ever, okay, this hits home for me. Do you ever open an app because you're bored? So you're like, it'll make you happier at the moment. And then you close it even less happy and like more unsure of yourself or depressed or discouraged or whatever. Like you can keep using social media, but can we be intentional about it? If you're going to come and join this online community of mine, like I'd love that. But why don't you set a timer? I know so old school, but set a timer for 20 minutes. See what's updated. Comment a few things. Also, being in a group that's positivity, sharing pros and cons of their lives and stuff they're going through, that makes it more real. And then get off. Let's carry around a book in our backpack, maybe a small one, or your Kindle, or honestly just on your phone, but then that'll make you try to (laughs) look at social media more, um, to have that be your default, or, or just see how many trees you can count. I don't know. The more, like, less technology and more wholesome, almost like the more old-fashioned technology that you use. It's weird. It's almost like the more steady I I feel sometimes. Like if I, okay, if I went to some, just imagine this, you're stressed, too many people around school, oh, you finally finished finals. At least I relate to this because I'm, I tend to recharge more alone. I'd be more introverted. Um, I go to this, I don't know, Airbnb or something or Verbo, and there's some like older technology, right? Like I could put a record player on, well, they're modern record players, 
Or I could look through some, like, if anybody actually remembers VHS tapes and, you know, plop an old movie in. I don't know, like, and have a good homemade meal. Like, doesn't that make you feel wholesome and more settled inside? Maybe it won't. Maybe um, just you're not like me or you're even more (laughs) addicted to, like, Instagram or TikTok or Snapchat or whatever, that that will send you into anxiety that you're not responding to people. What I'm just trying to say is you know and have seen statistics and stuff about it affecting depression and anxiety in people. What habits are you doing that affects this in your life? And that could be, honestly, a very good way of doing it is certain days of the week, just deleting them off your phone entirely. The weekend, or maybe while you have your main class days, if they're like two days a week or something. Or then that makes you like go on to your laptop to go on Facebook. Not that a lot of people use Facebook anymore, <laughs> but it's still for like community's sake and groups, it's it's pretty great because you don't have the same type of communities like Facebook groups is like on Instagram. Um, Just think about that. Take that into account. What also happens is some people like to do like no social media until like the afternoon. So like none in the morning and none in the evening because then like you get up and get going Um, your mind's not distracted with that. And also you can settle down before bed. Listen, if you're scrolling online for hours before bed, no wonder you can't sleep. I just got to say that. I'm trying not to be pressuring, but like literally. (laughs) Um, what if you could go on as many times as you want in the afternoon? You know, you can't do it during a test, but just give yourself that freedom. And then the the time comes morning or evening and, and you cut it off and you go to wholesome activities. Think about it. Um, that ties me into the idea of sleep. Okay. <laughs> These might be some hard ones for you guys. I don't know what level of life you're in, but if you're not getting enough sleep, you're anxious. I mean, that's all there is to it. You're, you have less um, mental capacity and physical strength to be accomplishing the work in front of you, the day in front of you. And with that less capacity and less strength, the work looks overwhelming and like a huge mountain. With more sleep, the same amount of work in a day looks doable, less anxiety. Do you see how that works? You're more filled, you're more physically and mentally strengthened. You can handle the day. You're less filled, you're more exhausted. Even a simple activity can send you into anxiety. Let me be clear, this doesn't mean these things solve it all. Some people right, m- might really have some chemical imbalances in their brain and they need to go to a doctor about this. Please consider doing that. Even if you think maybe or maybe not, you could still just check. But this is the other stuff. Even with that, more sleep can help. I What do people talk about? Seven to eight hours of sleep? Like, since I <laughs> was quite an insomniac in college, so I Listen, this is not me saying I do it perfectly because if I was going to get eight hours of sleep, like 
not just laying in bed, but actually sleep for eight hours, I'd probably have to be in bed for nine or ten hours. I would just be awake, like falling asleep and also in the middle of the night. Um, I guess that's not as much insomnia as some people might report when they stay up all night. But it was more of like, it would take me sometimes two to three hours to fall asleep. So I couldn't always do this. But for those of you out there who can just sleep, why are you only laying down for four hours? <laughs> Lay down for eight. Like, I I need to repent my sin of envy right now because how, like, I want to do that. I want to be able to just fall asleep and lay in bed for seven, eight hours and actually sleep that much. Anyways, just see that again. If you feel, we can't rely on feelings, but like if you feel more strengthened for the day from rich, solid, refreshing, rejuvenating, healing sleep, the same day eh, looks doable. Like it might be hard, but like we can do hard things. It's fine. Versus if you're exhausted, your day is like pulling teeth and overwhelming and you might cry. So, you know, sleep. Um, The third one is probably... I feel like you might not be expecting when talking about anxiety, but it really helps me out. How much protein are you eating? So like, I don't know what your (laughs) food stash and plans are, but the more carbs, the more, especially like processed carbs with like (laughs) chips and breads and whatever, uh, let me be clear, are amazing and delicious. Um, But they're going to make you full and then spike up your blood sugar and then drop you down. You're going to feel tired even faster from that food. And then um, you'll be hungrier again (laughs) and can just mess with your mood. You can be cranky from that. What protein are you eating? Do you eat meat? How about lunch meat or sausage or eggs in the morning? Or just, I don't know, you got any chicken nuggies, right? At the cafeteria? Yummo. Who says yummo? I'm tired. <laughs> um, or yogurt? Cheese? Like there are plant-based proteins from like quinoa and rice and beans. Like what it is, is it, it's more longer lasting. The food takes much longer to digest. So you're fuller for longer. You're not distracted by hunger. You're not hangry. And can you imagine being addicted to social media stressed with comparison and envy to others you see on there, low sleep, always hungry and cranky. No wonder you're anxious. I'm not trying to bash on you for this or pressure you. I'm saying I understand. I know how that feels. I had a hard time getting enough sleep in college and always having the right foods to like fill me up. Like use food as fuel. This is not a conversation about like gaining or losing weight or whatever. I'm just talking about Food as fuel to f- food as fuel to feel good. There's all the F's, right? Um, which leads me to the last point. If you actually had social media in your life, but like maybe just in the afternoons, I'm just using that example. Not around your sleep time. You got good sleep. You had enough protein. You weren't ever hangry, and then you felt physically and mentally filled enough to not forget prayer. This isn't that you have to go hide away for hours to pray. Praying while you're walking down the sidewalk and not 
like going through your whole long list of other people to pray for or needs in your life, which we need to do. We can totally come to God with our needs. But what I'm saying is you don't have to feel the pressure of that constantly. The idea of praying continually, like constantly, like always praying, that's that's like walking down the sidewalk with your backpack and being like, oh, look, that tree is blooming flowers now. <laughs> I don't know. And you're telling God that you see that. And then you're telling God, I really liked that omelet I had for breakfast. And then you're telling God, I'm really frustrated with this professor I'm going to see. And you're just talking to him like a conversational. Just more of that connection makes you not feel as alone. And then you can pop in for just like bullet prayers, right? Hey God, I'm feeling anxious. Could you give me some peace? Could you help me focus on you? Like not feeling pressure to do this long thing, but just these quick prayers. If you're feeling right now that you're so anxious, you wish everything else would be easier to not keep doing these things in college. Oh my goodness. You know what I just did? I talked about don't keep doing these daily habits in college. Well, and then I told you good habits. Here, let, let me summarize again. Social media, don't keep letting it you know, ruin your life and bring you anxiety. So positively, put parameters on it. Sleep. Stop just like getting three hours and like crashing into bed, right? Like get some good sleep. Food. Don't just eat goldfish all day even though I love goldfish. So I'm not saying get rid of them entirely. Have a cheese stick with them, okay? <laughs> like quick protein food stuff. And prayer. Don't keep thinking that you have to do this long thing hidden away in your closet, which you can totally do, but like you don't have to for God to hear you. And then you're anxious that you got to get that in your day. And then you have all this other stuff to do, but you're so tired and hangry from only carbs that you're eating that you can't even think about that. No, just talk to him like there's a friend next to you, but maybe in your mind so people don't think you're just, I mean, I don't know. Some people talk out loud, whatever you want to do. Don't keep doing stuff that doesn't fuel you. Instead, put parameters on social media, sleep, eat protein, pray continuously, but casually to help kick anxiety in the face. If you liked this conversation, would you totally come and join our Facebook group that, right, you're only going to be on in the afternoons or <laughs> Tuesdays and Thursdays? I don't know. Literally, I do parameters to Facebook too. Um, I'll probably just check a few times in the day or while I'm doing work, my work blocks, and then not at other points, or at least I try. Honestly, lately, I've been on it a little too much. And yeah, I'm not perfect at all these suggestions. These are just things that have helped me. So anyways, come along, find us on Facebook at Christian College Girl Community dash scholarships and graduate debt free. If you would like, again, that's Christian College Girl Community. Thank you so very much. And we're on our way to a thousand downloads on this podcast. So I really thank you for that, guys. And I hope you have a great day. Bye. Hey, girl. Okay, so before you run off to calculus, if this podcast has brought you any encouragement, would you please write a review on iTunes or take a screenshot, post it in your Insta stories, and tag me. 
Let's tell the rest of our stressed sisters that more money and peace can be attained outside of the conventional way of doing college. See you next time. Love and prayers, Kara.